family, this is Francis Wesso welcoming you to the Cornerstone Podcast. This is the seventh episode of the series titled Open Doors. Today we'll continue to talk about emotional wounds. Last week we talked about how the devil can take advantage of any trauma in our lives. When we speak about trauma, we are talking about any event that marks our souls. It is important to understand that because each of us is unique, we react differently to what happens to us. What is traumatic for some people might not be for others. I once counseled a couple of siblings who had grown up together and one of them was greatly affected by what he considered an emotional absent father. His sister, on the other hand, only had loving memories of their father. What was traumatizing for one sibling was not for the other, which is common and depending on the situation could be normal because each of us see our lives with different lenses. Many factors such as personalities, age, gender, and even our birthplace in our families can be responsible for the differences in how we see and experience our lives. But it really doesn't matter how we are exposed to trauma or pain. The Lord does not want us to live with it. Pain and trauma always affect our lives. In the best cases, it stops us from enjoying our lives fully. But in some cases, Satan can use people's pains to influence them to harm others. We saw that last week in the Bible. In the case of Saul trying to kill David, and some of us might have even been victims of people in pain, like in cases of child or spousal abuse, since most abusers have been abused themselves. But I want to also talk about cases that might not be the worst scenarios. I want to talk about situations that people might consider normal life, because God has given us the ability to adapt in order to survive. But God wants us to live happy lives and not only survive them. I once worked with a lady who considered her current husband a good husband because even though he was abusing her verbally, at least he wasn't beating her up like her previous husband who used to abuse her physically. I also had the opportunity to work with a lady whose children begged her to come to talk to me because they were tired of her screams. I came to find out that she was a single mother and even though she loved her girls, subconsciously, she blamed them for her husband's abandonment and her loneliness, and at the same time felt guilt and shame for how she was treating her daughters. Child of God, the devil hates us and uses anything he can to cause us pain. In this last situation, he used the infidelity and the lack of responsibility of a man who abandoned his family for another woman to cause years of pain to these three beautiful daughters of God. This is why it's important to seek emotional healing and to close any access point that the devil is using to harm us and harm our loved ones. I can go on and on sharing cases I've seen or experienced, but I think that by now you understand what an emotional wound is and might even want to know how to deal with it or close that door. Go with me to Proverbs 10.12. But before we do that, I wanted to explain to you guys why I read so many scriptures in such a short podcast. I do it first of all to put a good biblical foundation on what I'm teaching. But I also do it because the Bible says that everything should be established in the voice of two or three witnesses, which means that if you ever have any doubt about what you hear from any Bible teaching, 
the person teaching should be able to give you at least two or three different scriptures to support what he or she is teaching. This is something I always ask my congregations or my mentees to do. Now, let's go back to Proverbs 10.12. It says, Hatred steers strife, but love covers all offenses. And in Matthew 6.14, the Bible says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Here we see how we shouldn't reciprocate hate. Any offense, trauma, or abuse does not go away from our lives by hating our offenders. On the contrary, all we do by hating who hurt us is create more hate and pain. The only thing that covers offenses and cures emotional pain is love. So the first thing we need to do to close the door of emotional pain to the devil is to forgive who has hurt us. We cannot experience healing unless we first forgive the person or people who have hurt us or offended us even if that person is God. I know what I'm saying. Sometimes you feel guilty when we blame God for our problems, but a lot of people do. And you know, child of God, he can take it. He's never the guilty party when it comes to our pain, but sometimes we'd rather blame him than the person we loved who hurt us. I have known people who openly or silently blame God for their pain. If you are one of them, please be honest with God and tell him how you feel. My experience is that once you tell him how you feel, you end up asking him forgiveness for thinking that, and he helps you admit to yourself who is the person who really mistreated you. My dear friend, you need to forgive every person who offends or hurts you, no matter what they have done. Otherwise, on top of being hurt, you become a slave to that offense and God cannot help you heal. To tell you the truth, in order to live abundant lives, we need to understand that we cannot hold grudges, ever. If this does not seem fair to you, remember that it's also not fair that Jesus had to take our place in order for us to be forgiven. So please, forgive whoever has offended you. Obviously, I know that depending on what you have suffered, forgiveness sometimes seems impossible, but I promise you it's not. God can help you and will help you do it. Sometimes we have suffered so much pain that it is even hard to keep track of everyone who has hurt us, especially if you have never seriously considered dealing with your pain from your past. If you have a lot to deal with, start with the first trauma or abuse that the Holy Spirit brings to your mind. I have helped people that were carrying so much pain that to deal with their burdens was like peeling an onion. We had to do it in layers. What I usually tell the people who have a lot of burdens to lay down at the feet of Jesus is to be patient. Your hurt didn't happen overnight and sometimes it takes time for us to be able to release it. God is loving, gentle, and very respectful. He only deals with what we are ready to give to Him. The good news is that once the process of healing has started, you can trust that God will not leave you alone until your healing is complete. Here, I would like to pause and explain that sometimes God heals us through a miracle and our healing is instantaneous, but sometimes God chooses to heal us through a process. Miracles take minutes or seconds. A process of healing takes time, and that goes for both emotional and physical healing. Before I came across the subject of doors and emotional healing, I thought that the only choice Christians had to get miracles in regards to emotional wounds was to go to an altar and have somebody pray over you. But in time and with some of the experiences that I share, 
I know for sure that sometimes the will of God is for us to go through a process. I think that the reason for that is that the Holy Spirit is more interested in our maturity than in our comfort. He allows us to go through processes of healing so we learned from our mistakes or we learned what type of people we are supposed to stay away from and that way we don't get hurt over and over. Whatever God in his wisdom decides to do in our lives, you can trust that he knows exactly what we need. Once you have forgiven whoever hurt you, you need to give your pain to the Lord. In counseling, I always ask the person I am counseling to repeat a prayer with me in which we say out loud whatever it is that we are trying to release. I believe with all my heart that there is power in confession. Go with me to James 5.16. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And in Ephesians 5.8-13 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. As you try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord, do not participate in the useless deeds of darkness, but instead even expose them. For it is disgraceful even to speak of things which are done by them in secret. But all things become visible when they are exposed by light. For everything that becomes visible is light. Satan rules in darkness, and therefore anything that is in darkness in our lives belongs to him. Once we bring that pain out of darkness into the light, he loses the grip he has over it. Obviously, when you are in counseling, you confess or tell the counselor the pain you are bringing into the light. But if you are seeking healing on your own, you need to pray out loud and give that pain to the Lord. If you have a mature Christian, like a pastor or a mentor who can handle your pain, you might want to share that pain with him or her, but make sure that person you share your pain understands the meaning of confidentiality. If you do not have anybody you trust, you can just say it out loud. There is power when we bring light into darkness. If because of your pain, you have caused pain to others, you need to ask forgiveness to God for that. And sometimes, if it is possible and appropriate, you also need to ask forgiveness to the people that you have harmed. You also need to officially close the door of emotional wounds in prayer. I trust that the Holy Spirit will give you the exact words to use. But as a general rule, when I close any door in my life, I always remind Satan that I belong to the Lord and that the blood of Jesus protects me. I take authority over the devil and remind him that Jesus healed my pain. I confess that door of my life closed and give thanks to the Lord for his work in my life. Once you have done all that, you will see how your pain goes away and even though you will remember what happened, it will no longer have power over you. What used to trigger you regarding that pain will no longer affect you. I feel I need to warn you that if you are carrying different traumas, it might take you a bit of time to deal with them. But the Holy Spirit will be your guide regarding what to deal with and when to deal with it. Our God always finishes what He starts. I also feel the need to tell you that sadly, even if you deal with most of your past pain, while we live in this world, pain is unavoidable. But the good news is that the healthier we are emotionally, the easier it is to deal with pain. Let me pray for you. Father God, we come to you knowing that your plans for us are good. 
I pray healing over every single person who hears the sound of my voice. You, Lord, are our healer. Holy Spirit, I believe that it was you who led the people who are listening to this podcast to hear us because you want to set them free from the past. I ask you, Father, guide them through this process. Help them forgive their offenders. Help them give you their pain and please, Father, heal their wounds. We live in a broken world, but you are able to restore our souls. Your word says so and we believe it. And Father, please let your peace that surpasses all understanding cover their hearts as they get ready to close every door of their lives to the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Global Grace Ministries is a nonprofit that strives to train believers, support ministries who feed, protect, and preach the gospel to people in need in the United States and other nations of the world, and gives believers an opportunity to go to the mission field and use their gifts to bless others. For more information on the ministries we support, please visit globalgraceministries.com. God bless you.